bi-weekly podcast called Grimly Manor, where we discuss just these death, 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 murder. Um, we talk about aliens, fetishes, fetishes. Um, there's like ghost stories. Yeah, crop circles. I don't know if we're gonna uh, cover weird that. shit. Just a bunch just of a random bunch of weird shit. shit. So every week we come out and we just talk out of our ass. Basically, we don't know really what we're talking about. No clue. I googled it all, but don't we're sue do me. It. We don't know how long this is gonna last. This may never even hit the shelves. <laughs> three days. Three years. Three months. Never. We don't know. But Please like and subscribe. Yeah. Just join kidding. us on this crazy roller coaster where we just talk complete bullshit. It's just basically about murder and really super weird shit, serial killers. Yeah. All the stuff that I just enjoy. Yeah. Makes like my the heart dark happy. shit that no one wants to cover. And I'm okay if any of them. Yeah. Any of Alex is there. perfectly normal. I'm fine. Minus all her fucking serial killer books that she has. <laughs> She's fine. Don't She's... look at my nightstand. I have Ted Bundy <laughs> looking at his bowl. <laughs> so, I guess we can talk about how we started this. Why we came up with this idea to start this podcast. We're both obsessed with murder. Murder and just some creepy shit. It started at Alex's mom's birthday party. When we were drunk. We were, we were like seven beer slushies in. Thank you, Rocky Hill Brewing. Sponsor us. Yes. Shout out. I Love y'all. We'll go hard as fuck on those beer slushies. I, I will. Face first. My clothes. <laughs> I'm going to get strays for some change. Okay. But yeah, we just were at this party and I don't know what happened. We just started talking about murder, right? I think we started talking about either Ted Bundy or something. Like, I was talking about his unibrow. I was like, I, I would have gone to that bug. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I would comb the shit of that unibrow. <laughs> yes. And so we just, you know, we're like, I was let's like, do this it. is my bitch. This is a terrible idea. Let's try it. <laughs> let's try everything. <laughs> Gotta try everything once. And if y'all are sensitive, like, don't. Here, Here's your little cue. Leave now. Save yourself. Yeah, we're going to say a bunch. Not not bad shit. I'm going to fuck shit up. I'm kind of twatty sometimes. Alex is a thought. <laughs> so, <laughs> you've been warned. Don't come an, for me. I'm an ex-thought. I retired. But don't come for us. <laughs> I'm just, not going to say I'm sorry. Y'all know what you're getting. Don't come for me. Yeah. I'm telling you now. Take a bathroom break. Don't come back if <laughs> you're going to be offended. You know, just drink a <laughs> cup of wine, get yourself collected, and come back. It's all good. It's fine. It's you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. I'm so excited you're here because I know you're obsessed with death. And you could be doing killers. a million things, but you're listening to two thoughts. <laughs> two thoughts. Talking about their thoughts on murder. <laughs> that was a, that, should we segue right into that's the murder? Good. That's, that's a good, good segue. All right, so. Want to go first? All right, so let's get started on this murder. So, fuck you, my foot's asleep. Sorry. We're poor and we're literally. We're on the floor right now. We can't really afford an office. So literally recording listen to on our my bedroom floor. Alex's bedroom floor. Listen to our struggles. This is going to humble us this so all, much when we're famous. This is all for you, baby. All for you. All right. So, the murder I'm going to talk about today is that of a six year old girl. Her name is Molly Irvin. Is she from around here? She was. Is this a hometown? Yeah, this is like a hometown. This is very local. All right, so let's get started. Um, it's still being investigated. And in 2016, it was like, it's unsolved. It's You're going to hit me with it. 
unsolved. Yeah. Like, there's no happy endings here. No, there's no happy ending to this one. And, I mean, it happened in 2007. It just was never solved. It was, it still remains cold. And it was barely reopened in 2016 when it was given to these new detectives. So the body of six-year-old Molly was found on September 17, 2007. 2007. I can't fucking talk today. Somebody had found her body at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, right off the exit of 264. Do you know where that's at? It's right near Tagus Ranch. Sorry, like, I, I vaguely... Do you remember Tagus Ranch? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. If you're from around here, like, it's right off the 99. It's a sh- It was a shitty little rundown bar. All these fucking kids would go and, like, sacrifice shit and just write. It was, like, a like, satanic was, bar. I remember, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it has, like, graffiti on the side. You would get fucking, there was so much rust in this place. Like, you would get fucking lockjaw just looking at that <laughs> shit. Anyways, they found, like, a motorist had found her body right there. Just dumped right there, right? In the middle of the day, too. In the middle of the day at fucking 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And what's crazy, though, right before this guy had found her body, a school bus was driving by. I actually went to the spot. It's very open. Like, you can see it. Like, you can see where he could have dumped her body at. He, or not he, but, like, there was a he, school bus. He, she, it. Whoever the fuck did this. Do you think the people on the school, or the kids on the, the school kid, bus? Wait, the kids had seen the body. These six-year-old kids had oh. seen this body, and they were crying to their mom. And their mom was like, no, there's no fucking way. Like, you've seen a body. And they were like, mom, no, like, we saw a body there. And the school, the bus driver was like, yeah, there's a fucking body in the middle of the road. No, no, bi- no biggie. There's the bus no- driver did it. The- <laughs> He, I mean, but driving for Tulare for a while, you're going to see some shit, you know? Like, you probably mean to that If shit. you're from Tulare. If you're from Tulare, you're going to see some shit. You're going to see some shit. You're going to been through some shit. Yeah. <laughs> you're definitely going to be, you're going to come out braver. So anyways, stay blessed. Stay up, fam. We're so, doing all right. <laughs> so her body was out there for a while because these kids seen it, you know? Fucking therapy for life for these kids. Fucking free therapy. Okay. Anyways, so... Detectives get so someone calls in at three, right? Three oh nine. They call in. They say, "Hey, there's this body out here," and detectives get out there and they're like, "Oh, like I wonder what happened to her." Like, just a bunch of shit. They ruled her murder as a suspicious death. Suspicious. Obviously suspicious. Yeah, she's laying in the middle of a fucking field. Sixteen-year-old girl. Well, listen to this. Autopsy comes back. Turns out she was she died of asphyxiation. Asphyxiation. Can't say it with me now. I can't say that word. It's a very hard word. I'm I'm learning, you guys. I'm learning to read. Anyways, so she died of asphyxiation. You know she died. She died from something, okay? I'm going to edit that out. (laughs) So this girl was strangled or suffocated, right? Mm -hmm. And when you read the reports, there's not really much on her like it doesn't really talk about how she died it just talks oh she was suffocated they don't really go into detail did they do a rape kit on her well i looked i i looked into like other like websites like the dark dark web there's some (laughs) dark shit out there and they said that her body when they found her body her body was wrapped in barbed wire but the police didn't want to release that so she actually was wrapped in barbed wire. She was wrapped How in barbed wire. How do you wrap someone in barbed wire? Dude, you gotta, like, that is some serious shit. You have to be... Was she nude when they found her? They, I'm I'm assuming she would have been because, I mean, why, why would you put barbed wire over her? Like, I don't know. They were trying to set a statement for this poor girl, right? So <clears throat> the cops are like, yeah, we're going to rule this as a homicide after they got the autopsy back. And... <clears throat> 
they were like, you know, we don't really know much about this girl. We don't know much about her family. Like, no one really came forward except for her aunt. Her aunt was the only one that came forward and was like, oh, like, I know this girl. She had no enemies. Like, nothing was like... She was very quiet and reserved, right? Did they know she was missing? No, no one really knew she was missing. Well, listen, there's some backstory to this girl, okay? So... People like her only her aunt came through and was like, we don't know like why someone would do this to her. It's so sad. Like she had no enemies and stuff like that. And the cops are trying to figure out like, well, what really happened to this girl? Well, <clears throat> I was looking. I couldn't really find anything on her. Like it was such like a it was such a vague description of what happened to her. You know, she was just dumped out there. And all we know from her is that like she was very quiet and reserved. But there was something that they left out right they said they think it was a process like not a prosecution they think it was like a she was involved in like like a sex ring or whatever trafficking trafficking human trafficking Mm -hmm. i don't know how you describe that and um like her her family didn't really want to say that she was involved in that but was she involved willingly or they knew she was well on this website i don't know if i should say this but on this website is say it it's that if you're gonna sue us we have no money to give we don't have any money we literally sell stickers for a dollar like what are you gonna come for um on this website it had said that her mom used to prostitute her she was only 16 years old her mom yeah her mom used to prostitute her and so they think and this website they were saying like her mom used to sell her and that was why like they killed her was because she owed these people money Right? Molly's mom used to square the fuck up right now. Oh, you square the fuck up, bitch. Bitch, like, I'm literally right I tried looking for her mom, but no one could really, like, there's nothing. Well, we gotta find her, we no, gotta pull we're up. We gotta fucking find her, right? So, I was like, um, like, there's not, there's really not much about her. Like, is it's that confirmed, sort of, though? Is it like a confirmed, or is that very much. It was on the website. I don't know. You know it's true, Alex. I heard it on the internet. <laughs> it's fucking true. But I mean, like, it would make sense. Like, this is a very... It's a very vague thing, right? Like, and also, this area is known for its sex trafficking. Yeah, it's very big here. Yeah, so, like, yeah. well, I watched the Crime Stoppers video. Oh, okay. Right? They have okay. a video on her. And it was saying that the last place that she was seen was on K Street. Oh, you... If you know fucking K Street, <laughs> Ain't shit. nothing good going on on K Street. <laughs> oh, fuck no. That shit is sketch as fuck. You're going to get HIV from looking at the fucking stoplight. <laughs> You're okay. going to get fucking something on K Street. Like, you're going to catch a chart, just something. You're going to catch a case on K so, Street. <laughs> with a K. Case with a K. So, they said that she was getting into a white pickup truck, right? That was the last person that seen her. Or, like, the last person that saw her, they were like, yeah, that like, she fucking hopped in a white truck. Mm-hmm. Well, the next day, that's when she was found dead. Mm-hmm. So, like, the cops are like, you know, we don't really... Like, we don't really care about this case. It's very at the low bottom. Like, yeah. she, was a, like she was a sex worker. We don't really care. So, everybody just, like, forgot about it. Which is so sad because she was a she sex was, worker by force, obviously. Yeah, she was, you know, it's it was so just... so sad. Like, if your mom is making you do that... It's so sad, yeah. Drugs will do shit like that uh, to you. Drugs. Don't do so, drugs. So, <clears throat> what I started seeing, I was, like, investigating more. And I was trying to figure out, like, well, where... I had to bring in my own fucking investigation team myself. And I was like, what the fuck happened? So I was like scoping around looking for shit. Check this out. A year before Molly was found, right? Okay. This girl, this girl named Nicole Phillips was found the same exact way that Molly was found. 
she died from asphyxiation. Stop saying the word. <laughs> she was strangled. Okay. Thank you. So. <laughs> it's not funny that she was found no, no, this no. way. It's, it's funny just funny that because Lorena can't fucking I can't talk. Speak. I can't speak. So a year, like a couple, like a year before that, she was found. Guess where the fuck she was found at? Same place. No. She- <laughs> <laughs> Good try. You're fucking disqualified. Yeah. She was found. Do you know? By another exit, you know where Tipton's at, right? I don't even answer your questions no more. <laughs> I don't want to play. I don't want to play this game anymore. You said that was such confidence. I'm sorry, dude. No, that was not the right Yeah, answer. I know where. Tipton. It's all farm. Yeah, agriculture. What if it could have been like a worker on the farm? Well, listen. Okay. Listen. Okay. Okay. Tell me. So, she was this Nicole Phillips girl. She's 23 years old. She was found strangled out near a freeway exit, right? Okay. And just dumped her body on the side of the road. They just, and the cops were like, yo, what the fuck? Like, we think Molly and Nicole are linked together, right? Yeah. Okay. Both wrapped in barbed wire. Both. Gosh, we're not going to say they're wrapped in barbed wire. I found that on a website. <laughs> Don't know how true that is, but I'm going to okay. say it's true. <laughs> if it's on the internet, it's, it's true. true. If it's on the internet, it's true. So, this Nicole girl, they were like, oh, like, Molly and Nicole have to be linked, right? Because yeah. Nicole was also a sex worker oh. that had went missing. No one knew about her family. No one really cared or anything. The last person that saw Nicole, she was getting into a white pickup truck, right? What does the bus driver drive? That's a fucking good question. I don't... A bus? <laughs> fucking bus. That's how he gets around. He, I'm just saying, he seems so nonchalant. Yeah, he was like, there's a fucking dead body in the middle of the road. That's none of my business. But where we're from, you know, you see something, you're like, it's not really my business. I'm going to just... You know, I got to go home. I got to go home. <laughs> I got to oh, go whip my ass. Mom's curfew. calling. Dinner's done. I got to get home. The lights came on outside. I got to get home. The milk, the cows need milking. I got to get home. <laughs> Yeah, no, so, like, they were like, yo, there's a fucking link, right? These people, like, these two girls, so young, murdered, strangled, thrown on the side of the road, last dude who found him was in a fucking white pickup truck, right? That's just such a sad way to be. Like, he obviously wanted them to be found. Obviously, yeah. He wanted them Out to- in the open. Exactly. And, I mean, like, these, these overpasses or these exits or wherever he's throwing them at- it's very busy around there. Yeah. Like, it's very, like, you can see yeah. stuff. So, you know, investigators, they tried, like, figuring out, like, what will happen to these girls? It's a sex, like, these are sex workers. They really don't care what happened yeah. to them. Which so, is terrible. Like, which is really very need terrible. To change that. You know, that so, thought that they don't, they're still humans, you know, especially such a young age. Like, yeah, 16 and 20. But what makes me sad is they were clearly so hard up that they had to sell themselves to make money yeah it's so crazy it's like i didn't live here my whole life i've never even heard of this yeah it's, it was a pretty big case if you ask people like around like my mom remembers this yeah my mom used to live right next to her, molly's sister but they probably think their sex workers were just gonna bury this and be done with it Such, because yeah, they're, we're not gonna they're, give them they're the very weak individuals i'm not saying like they're weak people but like in society they're, they're very considered. low. They're considered low. You yeah. Know, because people don't really, like, consider sex work. They're just like, oh, like, that's nothing. But, like, so this case still today is considered, like, unsolved. 
both of these cases, Molly and Nicole. And no, no DNA evidence? No DNA evidence. They said it was a little too early for that stuff. But what if they could, knowing them, like the time, I don't know, 2007. Not that far, yeah, not that long ago. But I don't think, they said they had a suspect. Nothing happened. He had a white pickup truck. What happened? They was he a very wealthy? No, he was, well, he was very, how do you say? He had connections. No. Oh. So. He did it. Obviously he did it. I'm not going to say the name. But you know who the fuck you are. He did <laughs> it. square at Molly's mom. <laughs> I think her mom might be dead. Good. Yeah. She's if she pimping out her daughter, good. Yeah, oh yeah. I will not apologize for that. Yeah, no. That was You're supposed to protect your children, not fucking pimp them out for money. That's so fucked up. Yeah, it was such a sad thing. For... And it's so unfortunate with all this technology we can't solve it now. Like, did they connect the DNA? Do they properly save the DNA? We could have all look how we caught the Golden State Killer. We could have gone back and tested these things. Yeah. There's not a lot of unsolved major crimes like that in this community just because we're so small mm-hmm. you'd think they could go back and well there's so many murders that like don't really get solved around here really Maybe yeah i'm just i'm just stuck on Ted oh Bundy. i <laughs> i live in this little world this little bubble where i'm like this this doesn't happen this doesn't fucking exist i'm like, waiting for my time oh, oh yeah me too i know it's gonna come and it's gonna come when i'm like either on the fucking toilet and i'm very vulnerable <laughs> this is gonna give you some really good content when I, <laughs> but i'm gonna be the dumb bitch that like dies in the sprinklers half naked like that's me oh i'm no, like I oh i hear a noise let me take my shirt off and go outside <laughs> i'm scared i'm gonna die in the shower that's how i'm gonna fucking die they're gonna find me like that <laughs> that's my biggest fear I think my biggest fear. <laughs> Let's just talk about all Let's just talk. <laughs> Let's just talk about what we're sp- afraid of, what we're scared of. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you my biggest oh, fear. My I'm going to save that for Daddy another. issues. Let's just discuss. <laughs> oh, it girl, all. that's a whole podcast on itself. <laughs> God. But yeah, so this case has never been solved, and like I actually went on the sheriff's website to try to pull like this file because you can pull these cold cases. Molly's file is gone. <gasps> gone. No. Can't find it. Can't find it anywhere. Like 2007. She was roughly my age at that time. I was 16. maybe a couple years younger than her. 16. Like, I have a 16-year-old sister. I can even imagine something like this happening to her. I and act like I'm 16. Oh, yeah. I act like I'm fucking 12. <laughs> so. That's so sad. <laughs> 12 yeah. with a fucking valid ID. Like, okay. in your brain. But, yeah. So, it's just a, such a sad, sad case. It is super sad. Ugh. That was good though. Like I actually didn't even know about that. Yeah, a lot of people actually don't know about it. I think you know about I it. I think I had heard about Molly, but the other one that was tied to it, I've never even heard of that. Yeah, Nicole yeah, Phillips. That's I think crazy. You gotta get these names out. We gotta get these names yeah. out. Yeah, Molly. Nicole. Yeah, what's Molly's last name again? Irvin. Molly Irvin and Nicole, Nicole Phillips. Phillips. Yeah. You guys know. Anything? Remember them because that's fucked up. They should. They were too young. They had way too young. Oh, twenty three. That's like my age. I couldn't imagine dying right now. I got a lot of shit I got to do left. Y'all bitches ain't getting rid of me that quick. Yeah, I need a podcast award. <laughs> I got things to do. All right. That was good. Thank you. That was good. Thank you. All right. So I'm doing a little hometown myself. Ooh, I, am, uh, <laughs> I am doing the Pato's Place murder. Ooh. It was like a massacre, actually, because a lot of people died, and it was really fucked up. But 
Anyways, I think more people may remember this one because at that time it was like the biggest massacre to Larry and in fucking Tulare County has ever seen. Yeah, and it was grizzly too. Like it wasn't just a, not that there wasn't grizzly. Yeah, yeah. Just, this was previously. This is 1995. All right. So on July 18th, 1995, three hooded men with what were quoted as sawed off shotguns, which like, what does that even mean? Do you literally saw off the tip of the shotgun? Like, I think you make... gotta get like a a sandpaper, a sandpaper. You sawed off. Some I, I I don't know. I'm not a criminal. I don't know. We can Fish, move. Why are you lying? <laughs> I might have sold some couple things in my past life, but other than that, I'm not a fucking criminal. Listen, I may have sold some Plan B, but mind your business. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Okay. Anyways, I'm kidding, Grandma. Anyways. They enter Pato's place, which is a really, really small mom and pop bar. This bar, if you if you're from Tulare, you know this bar is was literally four walls and a tin roof. Like this shit was on what was that West Street? I think you got to describe like where it's near, because like for people that don't really know, so it's near the sports park. Okay, it's like a neighborhood. It's a it's a it's like a neighborhood. Yeah, I lived then- behind it on A Street. You lived on A Street? If you were from Tulare. If you're you, from the west side of Tulare, okay. I feel bad for you. If you grew up on any fucking street with a letter name, you got some shit. You've been through some shit. <laughs> I hope y'all in therapy. I'm in therapy. I'm not in therapy. I just drink. But, hey, That's I came therapy. out okay. I grew yeah, up on, she's fine. I grew up on I'm fucking fine. A Street. Where'd you grow up? East Street. I was at East Street. Damn, bitch. East Street. I was deep in the hood. We the vowels, okay? <laughs> Can I get a U? <laughs> Yeah, there's a middle school. There's, there's a sports a, park. There's a sports park. There's and a chop a shop. Fucking bar right across the street from that middle school. That literally looked like I can't even explain it. It was literally four cinder block walls and a tin roof. Yeah, they and can. dirt as a parking lot. So after a long day of being in fucking middle school, you can just walk across the street and have Get a yourself a cold one. A cold beer. A cold Modelo. <laughs> before your your multiplications. Your division styles, drink you a cold one. Okay, so they walk into the bar. And normally this bar, it was just such a mom and pop bar that it closed by 10 p.m. on most occasions. That's but usually when I close down shop. Yeah, 10 p.m.? I'm more like 8. 8? Yeah, eight. same. <laughs> on this particular night, they were having this pool tournament. So it stayed up until 11, 11.30, which is when these people came in. Mm-hmm. Maybe they knew. I don't know, speculation. They ordered all the five patrons... Literally, this is how small this was. Five people were in that bar, plus the bartender. That was a full house. Yeah, so that was a wild night for Pato's place. <laughs> they ordered the five patrons in the bar to lie face down on the floor. Another hooded man robbed the bar owner, who was behind the bar. And his name was Guadalupe Cantu. They made him empty the cash register. I read somewhere that, you know, they made him give him his wallet, but he dropped his wallet. Clearly, he was scared. I mean, mm-hmm. he dropped his wallet. When he went down to pick up the wallet, he was shot in the chest. Oh, shit. Yeah, so... Then they go around and they shoot each person execution style, lying on the floor. Oh, holy fuck. Muzzle to the head, execution style. Oh, that's a horrible way to go. Yeah. And you know how much they made out with? How much? Less than $300. Shut the fuck up. Less than $300 and they took five lives because the bar owner lived. And I also heard that he covered himself with bodies 
and blood, but he got shot, so he had his own blood to cover himself in. You know, but he's a smart man. I I play a horrible dead person. I'm sure he just played dead. I'm, I'm honestly sure he probably thought he was going to die. He got shot in the chest. Yeah, I was just like, okay. So he laid there. They probably thought they were done with him. Those who were killed that night were Celia Martinez, who was um, 50, Armando Lugo, 22, Jorge Munoz, 23, Roberta Lynn Nunez, 39, and Margaret Moreno, who was 44. And were they, sorry, were what? they like all related or was it just like random ass people at this point? I think they were acquaintances. I'm not too sure if any of them were related. I'm assuming maybe the, no, I think they were all just acquaintances. Oh, I don't know why the fuck I asked that. Sorry, go It's ahead. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was really sad because they took that many lives and clearly scarred the bar owner for life for a measly, what, $280? Yeah. Devastating. This went unsolved for nearly four years until February of 1997 when a man named Anthony Wolf was arrested on counterfeit charges. However, this blows my mind, he seeks immunity mm-hmm. by helping them solve the Pato's Place murder. Mm-hmm. So he basically says, listen, like if you give me a lesser time served, I'm going to help you solve this crime that never was solved. He's like, like you want to hear some fucking tea, bitch? Like, here's the tea. Let me spill it. So you must have fucking printed a lot of fake money. Oh, yeah. To want to let on to a murder charge. That he was involved in. That he was involved in. I just don't understand. Like, it's very vague. It was clearly 1995. The reporting back then wasn't fire. So he rats out his accomplices. Accomplices were two brothers named Timothy and Donald Young, both from Hanford. Okay. And clearly, they were brothers. So, what happened in your house? Like, mom, you fucked up on your kids. <laughs> well, Hanford's a. I taste the water in Hanford. Maybe it was the water. It's probably. We can get some Aaron Rockford shit in there. <laughs> it's clearly fucking with their heads. Yeah, I know. That shit is. <laughs> better <Listen>. water. <laughs> All right. So, they were arrested in the killings and attempted murder of Cantu, the bar owner. However, these young brothers were already in prison for a triple homicide in Corcoran. What the fuck? So, so they're just. So clearly they weren't stand-up citizens. Yeah, no. I'm not mad that they were locked up regardless. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let me turn the page because we're poor podcasters. <laughs> this is going to humble me. You're going to listen to every flaw we have. <laughs> You're gonna. This is going to humble me when we're famous. <laughs> okay, so the brothers, of course, claim their innocence in the murders, but their little buddy, Anthony Wolf, gave information that nobody knew besides crime scene investigators, the police, mm-hmm. when they were in the bar that night. So they even talked about the Fila shoe print that was found inside the bar. Wait, Fila? Yeah, bitch, Fila would pop in in 1995, pop back in 2019. That Walmart brand. Champ, remember when Champer was a Walmart brand? Now yeah, that shit's I was fly. Funny. I remember that shit. Paid now six dollars like, for sweatpants. I gotta pay like a hundred and nine. Alright. So he gave them he even explained the shoes he was wearing that night. So he said I was wearing Fila's I was wearing fire-ass shoes. I was wearing his fire-ass shoes, and this size was matched the footprint that they found at the bar. He gave them the ski mask, which had DNA from the brothers on it, which is, that's really hard to dispute. If DNA evidence is there, like, you can talk in circles, but if you've got DNA evidence, like, that's a, that's a nail in your grave. That's yeah. a nail in your coffin, or however they say it. So, in March 2000, the brothers successfully petitioned to represent themselves, because if you're a murderer or a criminal... You're also a fucking lawyer. Well, fuck. I guess I must be a fucking doctor for okay. these motherfuckers. <laughs> but these motherfuckers were literally, they drug this trial out for six years. 
they made 650 tort claims. Do you know what a tort claim is? No, I don't, ma'am. Go okay, let me school you. So, in easy terms, it's like a complaint. Like down they complained. Down from me, yeah. They complained complaint. about fucking everything. They complained about how cold their shower was, the food they were getting. They even made a complaint. In jail? Yeah. The, well, yeah, motherfucker. You're not going to be in a five star hotel. Okay. You're going to get a motherfucking cot and a bologna sandwich. <laughs> You're lucky you're going to get some bread. I wouldn't do well in jail, though. I'd probably complain, too. I'd be like, they're giving me whole milk. I'm lactose. I need almond. I don't take anything but fucking almond. And I don't even like bologna. I'm turkey. Okay, but get this. Get this. This is the worst one. I read somewhere that they even made a fucking complaint. The security guard who was escorting them to court ate a burrito and farted in the elevator. Well, yeah, motherfucker. You're going to get a whiff of everything. And they were like, pain and suffering. We need to stall this for six months. Pain and suffering. Oh, my gosh. They should have put him in a fucking women's prison. They want to act like bitches. <laughs> I, don't think it's, I don't think we can call. Can I say, <laughs> can I say that? It's fine. We're Go leaving ahead. it in. Don't come for me. I warned you in the beginning. <laughs> it's Anyways. probably our last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, they did a lot of really stupid shit. They went through lawyers, fired lawyers, tried to represent themselves. Mm-hmm. Basically, they held up this entire proceedings and yet they still claim their innocence i whatever whatever maybe they are innocent i don't know but by a jury of our peers they were proved guilty but i'll get to that okay so the trial starts anthony wolf was the third accomplice and he was the like star witness he was the one who helped these brothers or so he states to get their ski masks get their shotguns so that they could do this robbery he says he was unarmed however when the bar owner came up he testified and said that no all three were armed and oh so he had to come oh obviously he had to come yeah back, he but. came and he sat there he opened his shirt on the stand showed them the, the scars and the bull yeah can you imagine how hard that was i'm gonna be? live through that hell for and then six, six years. years so i'd be like i know it's um this is over yeah i mean anthony wolves and his in guadalupe Cantu, who was the bar owner's recollection was a little different obviously anthony was fudging some things to save himself because yeah. he was clearly armed just like guadalupe Cantu had stated but the most damning evidence was the DNA evidence because they had their DNA on the ski mask. They had their DNA on the shell casings that were found. Mm-hmm. So that really can be discredited. Mm-hmm. And I also read somewhere that this was actually the first case in Tulare County that used DNA in a court case. What the fuck? Yeah. I mean, we didn't see crime like this. No. no. Not that grisly to where it needed... This was this had to have been super big for them to bring in that shit. Yeah, it was so random. Yeah. And the fact that there were no suspects, this was just a run of the mill. I decided this was a good idea. Just kinda how I decided this podcast was a good idea. But they were just like, fuck it, let's roll up on this bar that's having this pool tournament and see how much we can steal. But why didn't they just steal? I'm trying to get inside their head. I'm not saying they're right, but I'm saying like I think maybe one of them might have gotten scared when that Guadalupe guy is that what is that the guy? Yeah, Guadalupe. He bent down and we dropped his wallet and he probably thought like, oh fuck, he's gonna go for a gun. Yeah, but why shoot them all execution style? I think I don't know. There's I, no excuse. There's, there's no, no excuse. excuse for what they did. Absolutely not. I know, I know, I know. Because they both claim their innocence and clearly there was some speculation as far as I mean, Anthony Wolf was a criminal who's going to jail for criminal things and are we gonna believe him yeah no he doesn't have a good background anyways a great family i'm sure he does (laughs) family congrats 
Y'all raised him well. On January, <laughs> in January of 2006, which was like 10 plus years, what, after the crime, mm-hmm. the young brothers were sentenced to death. Oh, fuck. So yeah. are they still like... In San Quentin. Oh, they're in San Quentin? Yep. They still say they're innocent. Yeah. That's really hard, though, because there wasn't a lot on this case because it was so long ago, but I want to, obviously, I want to be fair, Mm -hmm. but by law, they were proven guilty. Oh, yeah. So they're fucking guilty. And as far as that Corcoran triple slaying, Mm -hmm. those charges were dismissed. So... So maybe they they tacked on the death penalty because they couldn't get them on those Corcoran killings, which was also drug-related. So... They got him on this one and attacked the death penalty. Which, rightfully so. They deserve the death penalty. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We should bring back stoning. Oh, I'm down for that. I'm down. Like, I think sa- Saturdays, just hang out in downtown Tulare. Stone criminals. Stone. Oh, my God. We should, like, stone pedophiles and criminals. Get so Well, depending on how bad the crime is. Yeah, get absolutely. Stone, get a little stone. Do a little stoning. <laughs> I'm just saying, for criminals. I don't hey. care who you are. Yeah. The death penalty for all pedophiles. Oh, yeah, for sure. I say we do some <laughs> shit to them. That's for another podcast. That's for another podcast. Welcome to Lorena's Dark, Dark Corner. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm really happy that we had a happy ending on that. I mean, it's not happy because five lives were lost. And but kids and grandkids and nieces and nephews and brothers and sisters went and for so many years without yeah. knowing what happened. Those 22 and 23-year-old victims. Mm-hmm. So young. Yeah. They still haven't got to experience a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, all of them. None of them. No matter their age. It was just devastating. Yeah. And especially for that small town. And I remember living right behind Pato's place. I was like, do you remember when that happened? You were way too fucking I was four. I'm so aging you, myself. You, you remember it, right? No, sis. <laughs> I remember my dad going there once. And I'm like, oh, don't, don't, don't go there. Don't go back. Get shit together. Go to fucking... Drink at home, you dumbass. <laughs> go to the dead rat. No one goes there anyways. I've been to the dead rat. I go to the dead rat. I've been to the dead rat a couple times. They shot a Farmers Only commercial there. Shut up. Dead rat, sponsor us. You know, I actually went on Farmers Only just to see how it was. No. I swear to God. Why don't you go on, like, seeking arrangements where it's, like, old rich men? <laughs> Tell me about your day and please give me $7,000. <laughs> I would just mostly talk about my day. Listen and I'd be here, like, Daddy Warbucks. <laughs> Yeah, farmers only. There's no farmers on there. Speaking of Daddy Warbucks, thank you to my husband, hashtag Wi-Fi Eye, for sponsoring this podcast. Oh, yes, our first sponsor. Our first sponsor is A.A. Ron. So, yeah, that was good. That was a good first. Yeah. Don't worry, y'all. It's going to get better. Just stick with us. Yeah. Just right now, we're just filling the waters. I can't swim. So. (laughs) You're in for some shit. You're in for some shit. For sure. Thank you for listening, for joining us. We might lose a couple people. We might gain a couple people. You never know. If y'all want to hear a certain murder, ghost story, conspiracy Conspiracy theory, fetishes, people who died because of their fetishes, please come for me. Yeah. Don't come for me for all the other shit that I said. (laughs) Or the fact that Lorena can't fucking speak English. (laughs) I'm new here, guys, okay? Oh, wait, but this went so well. Yeah, this is good. Do you think this went well? Yeah, this is great. I'm glad think... we had this time together. Yeah, I know. I like spending time with you. Oh. Talking about murder. <laughs> Alright, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you um, later. when I figure out how to edit this shit and post it. That's when we'll catch you. Bye! <laughs>